0: And welcome back to the PhD Plus podcast. In today's episode, I would like to talk about dealing with application rejection. Now, this will apply mostly to individuals who are in the process of applying to a PhD program at um, any institution. But I find that the lessons from this are also applicable to other aspects of life as you deal with rejection in different areas. Maybe in job searches, XYZ, um, it could also apply. Now, what actually inspired recording this right now was um, a tweet that I saw that was shared by one of the academics at my institution And he posted what he calls his wall of rejection. And the picture really shows uh, summaries of rejections that he has received in the course of his academic career, especially with um, journal articles being rejected by publishers, um, by journals. And the idea was to show people that You know what if this happens to you you're not alone the best of us also experience it you only see the accolades you don't see all the agony and the disappointments that come with just doing your life doing career but it happens to everyone and that was so refreshing to see of course it got really really good responses from people especially academics just saying you know what I can relate it's so good to hear someone talking about this So this inspired me to share my story, especially about getting application rejections to PhD programs. The first time I applied to a PhD program was in 2013. I remember applying to two institutions, one being my alma mater, and uh, both applications were rejected. To be fair, in hindsight, I totally see why they rejected my applications because my uh, proposal, now that I, you know, now that I have the the benefit of hindsight, my proposals were not up to scratch at all. Probably because I didn't really have a proper guide. I didn't really know how to go about it, and I wasn't asking the right questions to the right people. And one response that I got simply said, "Somewhat weak." That was the only uh, comment that was made, and I was wondering, what do you mean by that? It doesn't tell me anything, but I was just like, okay, maybe this is not my day, let's just move on. I remember the second one that I got, I was so mad when I received it that I just crumpled up the letter, it came in the post, I just crumpled up the letter and threw it in the bin, and that was it. I wasn't even interested in hearing anything else about it. And I didn't apply to a PhD program again until three years later in 2016. Now I applied to several universities, including the alma mater where I'd been rejected previously. I remember applying to one particular institution and the moment that I sent that application, I strongly felt like this was the school that I should go to. Um, It's just resonated with the kind of research that I wanted to do. There was a studentship advertised, so I'd contacted the supervisor, the person who advertised the studentship, just to learn more about what he was looking for um, in his candidates. So I tried to tailor my research to what he was looking for. With that one still, um, I didn't hear anything back from the university and weeks passed and passed and I thought, you know what, I should have heard back by now one way or the other. So I contacted the university to say, hey, what's up, I haven't heard anything. And they said, oh, sorry, if you haven't heard by now, that means that your application did not um, make it to the next round. And I thought, oh, that's really disappointing. Um, Could you tell me what was wrong with my application? And for me, I thought that was a very important thing to do at the time because now, of course, I'd grown, I'd been working in academia for a while. I now saw that there, were, there was a better way of doing things than just getting upset and you know being mad and crumpling the, the rejection letter. So uh, I asked for some feedback. And what really amazed me was that this guy who had advertised his studentship, who was going to be my supervisor if I got in, contacted me directly to say hey chichi i heard that you're asking for feedback about your application and he actually right now i'm looking at the email that he sent me in 2016 and he gave me such specific feedback told me how my focus was quite different to what he was looking to focus on in the research and again told me that my methodology was weak but um gave me specific information about what made the methodology weak now i thought that this was a much better response than the one that i got three years prior that said somewhat weak yeah. but more importantly i to be honest i applauded myself for chasing up that feedback because it's very easy to just feel bad and say oh hey they didn't want me but you don't ask yourself why didn't this person want me it could just be there's so many reasons why your application could be rejected it could be just like the feedback that i got my focus was quite different from his focus and the difference really was that i was looking to focus in an, on another country but he was more interested in another country that was what he meant by my proposal focusing differently to what he was looking for and then telling me what was wrong with uh, my methodology. Um, I didn't specify um, what the methodology, what the methods that I was looking to use would uncover. So he just wanted details and I didn't give him details and obviously someone did a better job of that than I did. And what I did was I took that feedback on board I went back to my proposal. I discussed because as I said earlier, I was working in academia at the time, so I discussed with colleagues who had much more experience with um, writing and um, academic writing specifically and I discussed the feedback with them and they said, oh, hey, look, this is what he's saying. This is what you should do better. This is how you can improve the work that you've already done. and When you're done improving it, feel free to send it back to us. We will give you feedback. We will help you to make it really strong, a lot stronger than it was before so that you can resubmit. So what I did after getting all this feedback and interpretation of the feedback from my colleagues was to go back and work on my proposal, take a critical look at my methodology and work at improving that methodology. I sent it to my colleagues, they commented on it, they made recommendations, I went back to my drawing board and I did the work again. Now, this is really gruesome work, I have to say. Uh, Academic writing comes easily to some people, some people enjoy it. I'm not particularly one person who enjoys it, but you have to do it, right? So it was quite gruesome, gruesome doing all that work, but I did it and sent my application back to the same institution where I'd been rejected before. Because like I said, the first time I sent the application, I felt really strongly that that was the university I wanted to go to. Um, I felt like a lot of things that I was looking to do aligned with the expertise. So I even contacted this um, guy who had sent me the feedback to say, hey, thank you for the feedback, I really appreciate it, um, I've improved my work based on your comments, um, and I've resubmitted an application to the university, because thankfully the deadline for um, postgraduate applications wasn't um, hadn't reached yet, so I still had some time. Then this time around, I got an email saying, hey, we want an interview with you. That was super cool. Now I have to say that the interview wasn't with this guy that I'd applied to supervise me previously. It was with someone else completely, but fortunately it was someone who was even more tailored to my research interests and my niche than the other person was, and it was just... Maybe I would say it was a match made in heaven. I don't know, but for all research and academic purposes, yes, it was a very, very good match. And I worked with this new supervisor for all of my PhD candidature. So what am I trying to say in all of this? Everyone gets rejection of some sort. Most people don't talk about it. They only want us to see all the hypes and all the accolades, but... Many people feel insecure about dealing with the idea of being rejected in the first place because it makes us feel some kind of way. But there's always a better way to look at rejection or any negativity that comes to your life in general. Look for the positives. What are the lessons that you can learn? So for me, the lessons were, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it? In looking for those lessons, I sought feedback on the work that was rejected. That's a very important thing to do. A lot of students apply to several universities for a PhD program, and a lot of times they don't tell you, but they might get accepted in only one out of five, out of six, out of seven universities they might have applied to. So don't think you're all alone if this happens to you, if it does happen, just what i do these days really is when i get rejections and they still happen i just say you know what chi chi it just means you're part of a club so that when the success comes you can really really celebrate it and really really appreciate it so when you get rejected ask for feedback more often than not the academic will be happy to give you feedback Right, of course, you have to ask the right way, you have to be polite, you have to um, just be courteous in the way that you approach it. Ask for feedback, and when they take their time to give you the feedback, please, please, please acknowledge it. Right, thank them for it. And it could be that you take that feedback on board to another institution, it could be that you take the feedback on board back to them. It could be that that feedback doesn't work for you. For example, when um, part of the feedback said, oh, he was looking to focus on this country, my proposal focused on the other country. To be honest, I didn't take that part of the feedback on board because um, I totally understood that our focuses were different, but I really wanted to focus on the country that I had focused on from the beginning. So I didn't take that part of the feedback on board. I didn't change my focus. In fact, what I did was that I reverted to my original proposal, which I had modified when I decided to apply to his studentship. But the part of his feedback that I definitely took on board was his comments about my methodology. Because I looked at it, I got my expert colleagues to look at it, and I saw, okay, I can see why and how this doesn't work. What can I do to improve it? So seek feedback when it's given, acknowledge it. You don't have to take it all on board, but if there is something that you could do better based on the feedback, absolutely, absolutely take it on board and make the improvements that need to be made. And this brings me back to a conversation that I had a few episodes prior with Marie Palmer, who talked about your examination reports and the grades that you get and what those grades mean. When you get a pass with major revisions, don't feel bad about it. In fact, you should be excited about it because it means you have another opportunity to make your work even better than it already is. That's what feedbacks are for, and you can apply this not just to academic work. You can also apply it in just in your general interactions, even when you apply for jobs, when you get rejected. If you're lucky, especially when you get to the interview phase, chances are they probably narrow down the pool of people, so it might be easier to get one-to-one feedback on why you haven't done well in that interview. I hope that this encourages someone... Especially, like I said earlier, if you are just in the process of applying to PhDs, if you get a rejection, that's not the end of the world. The majority of PhD students get rejected at least once. So just welcome yourself to the club and learn the lessons to be learned. Take the feedback on board if you chase after it and move on with it. Make it better and apply to the next one. Okay. That's all of it for today. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for listening. And I really hope that this does encourage someone. See you next time. Bye for now.